1: Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
2: I okay. don't Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily for this Thursday evening. This show is brought to you by Paddy Power, a bookies a website and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly and remember to do so with Paddy Power. Now, tonight's show is a Premier League transfer committee show. It's going to go on for about an hour and a half. It could be a little bit longer than that if we get into stuff around team Werner. Um, but what we're going to do is we've picked out nine clubs of interest to us. Going towards the summer, what they need to do to improve, what you think they might need to do in order to improve. And we're trying to make it realistic, so we're not going to say, like, Newcastle are just going to sign all the players in the world because some fella has taken them over. We're not going to do anything like that. But what I've done is, I've taken three sides, uh, Keith has taken three sides, and Chris has taken three sides. And I can't remember who my sides are, but when Chris tells you his and Keith mm-hmm. tells you his, then i know who mine are. Um, so, Keith, what three sides have you been given for tonight?
0: I've been given uh, Man United, Man City and Newcastle and I wish you'd have told me the Newcastle rule before I got Newcastle and I might have
2: changed my plans well, for going Were you just going to give me a list of 75 players? All oh, right, yeah. okay. A I, like think a list. That
0: hardest. I think they the hardest uh, to do.
2: Yeah, but a bit like your list the other night of the Nulham Voiders that went down <laughs> exactly. brilliantly. Yeah. seven okay. pages
0: of Newcastle
2: <laughs> targets. <laughs> I'm nearly sure two of my teams are Everton, Arsenal and it may be Leicester, but... Uh, Chris, show me your teams here.
1: Tottenham,
2: Chelsea and Liverpool. Okay, so I did get Everton, Arsenal and Leicester. You okay. Did, yeah. So what we're going to do is look, there's been there news tonight with regards to Timo Werner. Um, you know, he's apparently he's agreed a deal to sign for Chelsea. Uh nothing from the Leipzig end, nothing from the Team of Werner end, nothing from the Chelsea end. Uh but we'll have to take on face value that it looks like basically Timo Werner is going to Chelsea. We will talk about Timo Werner, I guarantee it, but what we're going to do is instead of making this show all about Timo Werner, um, which I'm sure other podcasts are doing at the moment, um, what we're going to do is we're going to have a little chat about them as to what Chelsea are getting, if they are getting them when we come to Chelsea, and we're going to talk about what Liverpool are not getting by not going and getting them when we get to Liverpool. Okay, Owen Burke says, um that was the best list ever. I presume he's talking about Keith's null and void list. Do you know what I might do? I can, I am, I am, actually have the um ability to go back, uh, just clip that out and um make a video of it and just post it online for people to enjoy because I don't think enough people have enjoyed it. So we <laughs> may go and do that <clears throat> uh, along with the other 100 things I have to do after this show. But, um, Giving yourself loads of stuff. Mick Mick has says there as well, uh, surely we go for someone uh, we go big on someone. We will talk about this as we yeah. go through, Mick. We absolutely promise. Keith, I'm gonna come to you and you can pick whatever side you want to go with for. So I will, go. yeah.
0: But before I move, I see Stevie has a comment in the chat there about not forgetting the chat I Apologies about last night. I was all over the shop. It's but this Dad comment here. here. Yeah. Uh,
2: right, Keith, don't forget the to chat tonight. Don't worry, I'm in charge of the chat Dad tonight. In yeah, if yeah. you've anything to say um, or you've anything to bring to the table, bring it and I'll uh, I'll um, I'll try to throw it up. This first comment after that is team of crap. So um this could be this could be an interesting evil. Um <laughs> so Keith, here we you going Wait, with first. Do you know what I'll we'll get um Man United out of the way first? Now Okay
0: when we're well, talking about ins and outs at Man United, we don't have to go down into the, every single player that we think is going to get lollied out there. Do we just the big no. sort of outs and what they no, need
2: to but, Yeah, the big outs, if, what you feel might happen yeah. <clears throat> um, and what you feel they may do in the transfer market or what you think they should do. You can take yeah. it whatever way you really see, want. That's,
0: yeah, exactly. So what I think is going to happen, I think they're outs. I think if it was me now in charge of this, I'd be... Getting rid of Matic, because I think he's absolutely woeful. He does a job for the money, a specific type of player, but he's too slow. He's too cumbersome. He'd be gone. I'd get rid of Matic, who I think is a wonderful player, but is getting on in years. And I think, you know, they, they could do with replacing him. I'd get rid of Lingard, because he's up in muck. And I'd be getting rid of Alexis Sanchez straight off the bat. I'd never want him to play for me again if I was at Man United. But I'd also get rid of Pogba. And that's a controversial oh. one. The contract, okay. one and I think Paul Pogba is an absolutely brilliant footballer. I think he's absolutely phenomenal. I don't think I think he's getting too much abuse and too much stick. I think he's an absolutely fantastic player, but he is symptomatic of the problem now at Man United in the sense that no matter what he does, unless he drags them to a, a Ballon d'Or type year next year, where they are winning league and Champions League and World Cup trebles. I don't think he can he can balance the negative effect that he's having, and it's when something goes bad, it's hard to switch it back. And I think the problem now is Pogba has gone too far as a, a negative influence at Man United. So we'd be looking plus, to maybe move him on. Sorry, Chris, we're going to jump in there.
1: I say, plus he's never fit at the moment.
0: That's a very good point. It's yeah. a very. But is he yeah. and that's the is he unfit or is he just? Acting out no, no, because I, he doesn't I, want to be there. I, I don't know. Re,
1: Reaching the lines, I think what happens to Pomper is what happens to Rashford. He was told by his manager, he can play for the pain. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, with certain injuries, you can't play for the pain barrier. And this that's is what it. happened to him. Unfortunately. But unfortunately, the manager's in a bit of a, a positive role, a positive flow at the moment. People will yeah. back the manager. And also, you've made Gav's life easy because the first three players out right, there, there's Everton's in. That's pretty much yeah. where they go.
2: Yeah, that's it. It's I, I can't, have, wait, to wait. Onto I can't <laughs> wait to get on to Everton and I can't wait to go on to Arsenal. I'm just gonna put it out there. Uh but go on, keep going, Keith. I, well, I, I,
0: I, I, I'd get rid of Pogba, but it's not that I don't rate Pogba. I think he's absolutely brilliant and I think he's wasted there. I think he's stagnating there. And I'd but and I'd move him on. Now what I would look to do is I would there's a lot of talk of swap deals. Juventus are looking for him. And what I wouldn't do is but I think what could happen at United is he might get like a rabbio or something. Off Juventus, okay. plus cash for them. They talk about the ball they he will not get the ball. I don't think. I think it'll be. A, I think it could have been an Emre Chan. He's now gone. I think they could get Ramsey or Rabiot for a, a Pogba in a swap. Okay. All right. That's the, they're the big ones: Matic, Mata, Pogba, Lingard, and um
2: Alexis. The likes of just just a try- quick. I, I don't agree. With, I don't disagree with most of them. Just on the Pogba thing, though. Um now Chris has made the point that he's never fit. I was on the Football Terrorist podcast a couple of weeks ago when we were trying to rate Manchester United players as Liverpool yes. fans, and I put Pogba in as this, you know, a very, very, very good player. I, I didn't put him in his war class, mm-hmm. um, because I don't think he is, and and that's being honest with you. I, I just feel that there's just too many, there's too many issues around him um, to be thing. considered. Well, th- this is the thing. Are you, would you be getting rid of Pogba because he can't carry a team or you're not willing to build a team around him? W- which one would it be?
0: Well, Because you if see, you built
2: a team around him, do you feel he could carry them?
0: I think he could do a good job if you built a team around him. But I th- what I think now has happened is I think they brought in Bruno Fernandes and I think they'll build a team around Bruno Fernandes to play to his strengths. I okay. don't think they'll... A comment. well, you don't know what they're going to do to be honest. Like, but if it was me, I don't think you can accommodate Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba. You'd need an absolute war workhorse in there with them. Fred isn't that player, he's a good player. Fred McTominay is a good player, he is. I, I think that he's not going to slate him because he played for Man United. But I personally, again, it's not a personal slight on Pogba, it's just I'd move him on just for the harmony of the team. Now, I, what you said there. I think you can, if you build a team around him like France did, he wasn't the main player of France when they won that World Cup. He was a top player there, but Mbappe took that mantle on and carried him sort of through to that. At Juventus, he was just a cog in a machine that was allowed to play because of the midfield they built around him. A, a solid back far behind him. You know, it was it was a team that was geared up to suit um, his style. So what? Well, he's a great player, but I think you move him... Move them on, and if you get... Now, I said a swap there for Rabiot, but the midfielder, I'd be looking to bring in there to Sol Niguez.
2: Well, the Saul Saul thing was funny this week because he, he declared he was going to name his new uh, club in in three days' time, and yeah. he has, and it's I don't know what it is, some
0: yeah, some he's playing FIFA yeah. or something, is he? I don't yeah, know what he's yeah. doing,
2: but he's um, apparently I've seen that he followed, he, he started following loads of United players and everything on Instagram, yeah. and then he just announced that he's thing, but there, there's been strong rumors with him, um, with United for around seventy million pound.
0: He's a player but, that constantly gets talked about with moves, and I can't understand it.
2: Mm. Uh, I, do you know what, I I, I have said that I, I, I haven't put Pogba in a world-class team but I think Pogba would, well, uh, you're talking about Bruno Fernandes like, I can't understand why they don't play a Bruno Fernandes off a left, Pogba off uh, centrally and somebody else off the right eh, behind Rashford and go 4-2-3-1 and basically say to Pogba, listen do all well your business up the pitch. Get back when you can, because that's where a horse poke But when he's played in the two yeah. and he's asked to be responsible, it doesn't work for him. But
0: is that getting the best out with Fernandez pushing him out to where left? I, look, I think he can play there. I, I wouldn't be against it. I think they've holes in that team where I think Martial isn't isn't really fulfilling his potential there. I think Rashford is like the littlest hobo at the moment in the sense that. He's, he's, is he a centre forward or is he a left winger? You know, a um, left winger. Now, I think Rashford is absolutely brilliant. And I know you sort to put him in the world class. Um, yeah, I think, I I, you know, I think he's the I best player. I agree yeah. with you on that. But I just think that there's... Shawnee put in the chat there a minute ago, they're a good coach away from being a, good, from being a contender, Man United, you know, and I agree with that. But they don't have that coach. So mm. what do you do? Do you know what I yeah. mean? So, with what they have and without, so with what I've done, I've only got rid of maybe five there, but that's not including other players, Dalot, that might go and Rojo and all these guys, you know, that aren't really figuring. Smallings out on loan. Jones, I think, will stakes. You're not going to get rid of everyone. But that's just like four or five that I'm getting rid of. Now, hmm. what I'm talking about, and some of these players are going to overlap because I think City will be looking for them as well. Is I'm looking, as I said, Pogba out. El- Mata and Matic, so that's three sort of midfield players. Mm. Mata maybe is a bit more attacking. I'm nearly with Man United, I'm overhauling the midfield, okay? So I'm not doing too much. I'm bringing in Sancho because I think they've got an absolute hole on the right wing that they need to fill. So I'd look at Sancho there, he's linked with them strongly, and look, it just makes sense, you know, it, it makes sense to go for him. So I'm bringing him in, but I'm looking at either. Saul or Rabio in midfield and I'm also looking at Dennis Zakaria at Mönchengladbach Gladbach and I'm looking yeah. at Bill Bacardi Samara at Lille. And they're two absolute bleeding beasts. They run the bollocks off themselves in the midfield. They're big, they're strong. And I think that type of player with uh, Bruno Fernandez, with McTominay or Fred, and it, it just solidifies the whole team. With Sancho on the right, with Rashford on the left, and if it's going to be Martial up front, with Igalo, because I think they've extended Igalo, haven't they? So I can't see them signing uh, a striker. At a push of Josh King might be the type of player you might look to bring in, but I can't see them going big.
2: So you're looking at you're looking at five out here, and you're looking yeah. at you're looking at Sancho's Sancho, Sancho
0: zacardia Sumare, and either Saul or Rabiot, but that's sort of dependent on the Pogba thing, you know? Mm, okay. So I'm not uh, looking Chris... at much genuinely. I don't, I don't think, think that's too far away. As, uh, like I said, people, Sean, you said it there, a good manager there, if they'd have got Mauricio Pochettino in to manage them, they'd be mm. up there challenging because you'd yeah. have a clear vision, a clear plan. I was saying this to thirty last night. Um, I think no you see that. that's... There.
2: Yeah, but I think there's there's lies the problem. If you get this manager in to be up there, challenge, and I think you need you need you need. Like, look, we always said we got Klopp in, we'd be up there, challenge. But we, you have to accept there's a process here, you know. And we're probably looking forward to this transfer window now, when we don't know who's going to be in Champions League yeah. or Europa League. So that could True. change the whole face of things, you know the way. And um, people will say, well, it doesn't matter if it's United because United will go out and spend. I, I keep going back to all these losses to keep accumulating. So it's, it's a bit them. mad. Yeah, Chris, um, he's gone with five out there and he's gone with three to four in. Is it something you'd agree with?
1: I think it's what they need. Uh, the only thing I slightly skew with Sean. Is I don't think it's just a the manager they need. They've got no structure above them. Yeah. And the amount of big signings and big things they get wrong. It that, it's, it's getting it's, it's like a running joke now. Who could, Edward would get get wrong? I mean, the three they bought last year were good signings, but in fairness, they, they weren't exactly rocket science.
0: Yeah, and, and it wasn't and like a bargain. Yeah, no bargains there.
1: It wasn't like they like tried to talk Maguire down the, the, you know the kick going seventy million. No, seventy million, no, seventy million, no, eighty million, yeah, okay. That's not really <laughs> it's not exactly clever. Um I just don't think they've got the man up, up, above them in charge who can get all those deals over the line. I mean, the only what I'm surprised you haven't gone for sure, he's a left back.
0: Well um, you'd see, they all, oh, you see oh even I think Brandon Williams yeah. could be a solution there. Look, if we go through their team, I see John was putting the chat there. A good coach would make up a thirty-seven point gap. No chance. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they'd be challenging us at the hundred point mark. What I'm saying is, it moves them to much more of a contender. You know, it puts the it. it Shorts I think it. I think it at
2: least puts them down as this flat track, bully yeah. where they can pick the top, the bottom 14, and go. Listen, in those 26 yeah, games, we're definitely winning 20
0: games. I mean, as yeah. as I spoke last night on the show to Terry, if anyone was listening, and Terry said, you know, they've beaten Man City three times this season. They're hmm. not a bad team, but they're just it's, on that day they're good, and on their off days they're absolutely melodion, they're muck, and they yeah, need that consistency in them.
1: Yeah, They've kind of got that tactic that we used to have under um, Julien, which is sit deep, hit him on the break, which against the big sides, the big six works because the big six, like the Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, we like to have the ball, so we will go at you. and We do run the the tightrope against Watford and Bournemouth and teams like who they've dropped a lot of points to. They'll go, okay, we'll sit back as well. We'll take a point. We don't care. We don't mind taking a point against Man United. It does us. And that's that's where yeah. that's the big thing Social's gotta do this year is find a way of getting more wins against the also runs, Because the tactic he's got against the top six, two thirds of him, they work because he's got a lot of points against the top six.
0: Yeah, it's very but the game's
1: the size he should be battering.
0: Win, yeah, and that's where, because they're the that's scalp Chris, and we were like that for years. We were—it's Liverpool, and we weren't at the top, but we were still the name. And the small teams knew they could get at us and take a point. Arsenal have it—you know—they're a big name, and the teams now they've a soft underbelly. You know they are getting that now as well—that they're, they're, you know, they're still the big name, but they're not as—you know—teams aren't going to Old Trafford now, beaten before the first whistle. They know they've a chance of getting things, and it's absolutely undermined mm-hmm. them as a club that. They, they're so easy to get at. Now, look, I'm not on here to be a cheerleader for a man. You know, I, I fucking hate them. But what I'm saying is... Did a good job. Yeah, But what I'm saying is, if you look at their team, right, a potential team of the Hay and mm. Goal, Brandon Williams left-back, Wambasaka right-back, uh, Maguire and Lindelof. Look, they're not the best centre-backs, but they're certainly not the worst, right? And Bailey, who's good, but he's made of biscuits. If they can get him in, right fair enough, they might be able to do something there, right? So you've got teams there, and if young players coming through there, like Tuan Zabe and all that, they, they do, right? But you have these guys in there, and then you have a midfield of, let's say, for example, the smart, if it was me, right, and I was trying to do the smart thing here, I'd be looking at Zachariah and um, Sumari. Cheaper, younger players on a wage that's not crippling the bank, but are hungry and are, like, Rabia was a red flag all over him. He's just one I've seen linked mm-hmm. with them as a potential swap for for Pogba. I'd be looking at Zaka, and Sumare in the midfield. Even one of them running, big, strong runner. McTominay, big, big unit, but can run and can get about the place. And he's a local, well, I know he's Scottish, but he's born around there as he's well.
1: He's an academy player, though, isn't it? Should, exactly, should... yeah. That's what. that's what they always... They always have. And there was yeah. like... But he'll run through
0: all. brick walls for them. And that's something, you know, it's it's a priceless sort of commodity in, in players that a lot of the big teams are losing out on. But if you have a midfield with them, Fred, and then you've got a Bruno Fernandez in there sort of allowed to attack, we think that they're a decent enough unit there. Mm. And then they've got a front three of Sancho, Rashford, and Martial. Look, that's a good team. It's not a good... It doesn't address the squad depth. But they do have young players that are coming through. You make,
2: you, you make, you make a very, very good argument for it. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, it does come back to the coach and it does come back to the structure above them. Yeah. Um. You know, it's, I'm, I'm a bit surprised you haven't looked at centre half. Um, I think, they spend. You, you can make an egg. You can make. You, they spend too much money on Harry McGuire, and I think yeah. if if anyone thinks they didn't, I'm I'm not oh, I'm did. not too sure. Um, but I'm when you look at it, Lindelof, Bailey, Phil Jones, Smalling yeah. might be coming back off long. I, of I don't think either of them. I don't think either of Um, I don't think it's. I don't think it's enough at centre back. And like you said, teams will sit back and hit you on the break. And what do they do? They bypass your midfield. Yeah. And they just try to get at your centre halves and get them down get them down channels all the time and and try to expose it. And I think that might be a worry for them. Um if you put
0: McTominay and let's say Sumare or you put a there. You've, you know, bigger guys that'll come back and help. it. Look, it's, it, I agree, left back and centre back were things I was thinking about, but I don't think they'll do one in the left back because I think they do right Shaw and they do right Williams. And we haven't seen that much of Williams, but he's a good player, a bit so sane. He looks like he has enough to get them through for a couple of years, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: to, to to be honest, I'd have sold Shaw and got a replacement for him, but have Williams oh, yeah. in the name, man.
0: That well, I toyed, good. I did toy with um, Ben Chilwell, uh, going in at left back, but I do have him penciled in to
2: go to see. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> I've um,
0: I've,
1: I've got a pencil somewhere else.
2: Let me see. I don't have a pencil, so um, pen? I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the odd one out here. Um, let me see. I've just seen someone there. Uh, Phil says, uh, guys, your connection is shocking. I'm presuming that's on Periscope, which has given us problems over the last little while. If it is on Periscope, uh, Phil looks like this guy's name is literally just get off Periscope. Go on to YouTube, type in LFC Day Trippers, and you'll see it live there. It seems to be coming through perfect on YouTube from what I can see. If anybody can let us know on that, let us know. But Periscope seems to be acting the maggot over the last little while. Um, But look, uh, Keith, last question for you. Um, Say, for argument's sake, they put that together, or the the, the vast majority of it together. Um, Where would you expect them to finish? Sixth. (laughs) Sixth. (laughs) <laughs> okay, um, you, they're, they're still not making massive, massive no, strides for you, no, but they're, it's, it's, they're it's making a much strides. That would I think that team would
0: make strides, and I think it would get into the top four to be. in all joking aside, but I mm. think the manager is what holds them back, and I think the manager will be what holds them back until they replace Soldier. You know, I do, I do think that it's going to take more. And it's not just Salt as, as Chris has said. It's the structure there. It's Ed Woodward, but he's not going anywhere. People seem to think that Ed Woodward is, is sort of dispensable there to the Glazers. He's their man. He's, he's nearly bulletproof there. And until they sort of really can get someone else to do it, he's not going anywhere. So. I think they need to uh, accept that Ed Woodward is going to be there for for a better rapport, Richard poorer, You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think he's there, and I think Salchar is there, and that's what'll hold them back rather than the players. They can do what they want with the players, but I think if they, you know, one or two sign and they've a really good eleven with a couple of players in reserve that can come in. But you know, there's, there's more changes needed there. There's a mentality thing that they have to fix before long
2: yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Ryan Gild says he's just heard that Chelsea are willing to pay a release clause, but in installments, which Leipzig have rejected. Apparently, um, I don't know how true that is. Um, Chris Williams Richard says. Well. Richard yeah, says. Richard says, uh, Werner the Chelsea lads, where do we go now? We'll get on to it, Richard. Um, I don't think there's any need to panic though. Oh, yeah, I am shocked by it. Um, I, again, I was asked on the football territory today, where do you think he'll go? I said eight, nine out of ten to Liverpool. I couldn't see him going to Chelsea because he's it's Chelsea and I feel they need a big rebuild. But somebody did say to me following the show, listen, not a big rebuild, but they need to they need to find an identity, I feel, especially in the attacking areas. But somebody afterwards said, yeah, but he might offer him a load of game time and they might go all out and, and throw a lot of money on them, and that seems to have come true. So I don't know, I was talking shy. Um, so that's United. Um, it's a good idea. I like it. Um, I like the type of players you're trying to get in. Um, I'd, that's I'd how I you know. It's yeah, just, I'd, 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 I I'd still be, be a little bit.
0: I'd, 300 yeah, grand a week merchants, which is what I think the ultimately they will do with the Saul Wales and the likes of that. Yeah,
2: um, it's. It's still the centre-half issue that, that I'd be worrying. Um Chris, I'm going to come to you first. You can give me whatever club you want, and we'll go from there.
1: I'll uh, Tottenham, because that was, as I jokingly said to you, they won't do anything because they've got no money.
2: <laughs> right. um,
1: so I hadn't seen them just a £175 million loan out. Probably yeah. backs that theory up. So with Tottenham, I, I'd look through it, and I've done a bit of a buy-to-sell strategy which is I've looked at who is realistically going to leave them and I'm basing this on the fact that they're going to keep Hadi Kane for another year because I personally don't think I'm going to afford the, the figures they're banding for him especially no. in a Covid world
0: and they're not looking so, to do a deal on him either you know they're not going to yeah. down many favours and let him go cheap
1: yeah so I mean the only players I've, got, I've only got four leaving one would be uh, the goalie Vaughan he's like third choice his contract's up they'll, they'll get rid of him Mm. Uh, and then the other I would get rid of is Sergio, because I think he's garbage. More cool. But for some reason, he's still highly thought of on the continent. So actually, mm. they'll still get a, a fairly decent fee for him. Yeah. Uh, Danny Rose, because he just doesn't want to be there. I think he's yeah. a man who's fell out of love with football, and I think for him to get back to playing football the way he wants to, he needs a new he needs a new challenge. He needs somewhere else that's not. But
2: well, he was on loan in Newcastle, isn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, he says it all really. He's on the Newcastle. He's still got another year in his contract, and he wanted to go last summer. So he doesn't want to be there. Mourinho has mm. to get rid of him in January, so they don't want him.
0: I'm taking yeah. him to Newcastle uh, just for, you know, give you the heads up on that one.
1: you can have him <laughs> <laughs> And the other one I was getting rid of was uh, Eric Dyer because I think he one of those players. I think he's running his course. I think he's got really stale, and I think he needs a, a new. He just needs a new environment, something to get him going as a player. But to mm. honest, he doesn't really play for Tottenham. It takes a lot yeah. of injuries for him to play now, he's too and. Slow you get the pressure for top fans is he a centre-half is he a centre-mid
2: Eric Dora, yeah he's yeah. a centre-back they don't want him he's centre-back
1: but they play him centre-mid so he's too like, slow
2: centre-back
0: but it. as well he's too big, yeah but he's it's,
2: it's, it's easier to be slower at centre-back than slower mid-field yeah. in midfield in but today's can, game
0: the one thing I'd say about that I'll jump in sorry for cutting across you is, lads sorry. Eric Dora, I do agree is muck I wouldn't be surprised to see him going back to Portugal or something to a slower league yeah because he came up through Sport, didn't he? he? Came up he, the the youth teams over in Portugal. He might go back there. I think the Premier League is too quick for him a centre back and it's too quick from a defensive midfield as well. I, I can so, see him dropping so down well. a
2: level in the Premier League. I could see him going to a team that Everton. <laughs> no, because Everton in fairness to them and we will get on to them later Everton try play progressive football at times. I'm thinking of somebody like a, a like a bournemouth that he could go in and sit at center back and go, Yeah, I'll just sit here and defend all day, and yeah, we defend on pace. the edge of our box, yeah. you know. So, he
1: might, but, he, he might work, he might work at Sheffield United with their he may centre do so I think he's <laughs> all all
2: if,
1: they, if they get into Europe, they're going to need some depth, and that's probably yeah. been an experience they would like. So, mm. so they're the ones i get rid of, I'm not really getting rid of many,
2: yeah. And surprisingly,
1: bring, there isn't a lot to get rid of, the rest of them. I'm looking at the team, thinking the one thing they need is
2: fullbacks. Because what
0: about for Tongan Is he not our contract?
2: Apparently, Sam, yeah. Somebody sure Barry Richard. Barry Devaney no, says Barry Devaney says his contract is up. Oh yeah, um, there was sure, as well. Surprisingly, the,
1: the last time I read, he, he was he was going to sign a new one. So mm. it was still, it's still up in the air if he's staying or going. And uh, so, obviously, based on him staying, um, so my areas I've looked at was fullback. So the ones I've seen him linked with, uh, one was. Alexandro from Juventus, attacking left back, which is kind of what Mourinho's worked with before. Yeah, uh, good day, good day. and he's but he hasn't got a lot left left in his contract either.
0: Yeah, when I've had a look at his
1: contract. And then for right back, I was torn between either Thomas Mounier from PSG, he's on free, which suits their budget, mm-hmm. or Max Aaron from Norwich, again young attacking full-back, which is sort of the way I know it's ever it seems very anti Mourinho, but I think that's the way. I think that is the way, he's sort of, realizing they have to go, which is why he goes for more of a solid base. I think he'll probably go for Munir because he's a bit more defensive and he's free,
0: and he's about six uh, three yeah. as well.
1: Which, which again suits, suits, suits Munir.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Midfield wise, the only player I've really seen linked with in midfield is the Southampton captain, Hoiberg. Uh, and the talk is he wants a new challenge, and he hasn't got a long. Yeah, he wants. He either. wants.
2: The talk is he he wants to play with a club that have, have ambitions to get into the Champions League. Um, Which I'm not too sh-
1: Tottenham do. You don't, I know they don't look like it this year, but they are normally a club that's in that conversation.
2: Yeah, so no, they are, that's why. But they, they just they they went, they went to sleep in Madrid last June and they woke up in yeah. January, you know. So <laughs> it's just one of those things. But yeah, on, keep going
1: cool. And, and the final two are one's a freebie and one's loan. So the freebie is William because I think he's leaving because he's contract's with Chelsea. Yeah, to be honest, I think he's, he's a bit of like a thing. They, they seem Tottenham and Chelsea seem to transfer players to play, 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 stay in London situation. So yeah. I think William would be an easy win. And then the talk is Madrid want strike because and they they can't stand Luka Jovic. I don't know why they bought him. They don't want him. I think if Tottenham were clever, they could get him on loan.
0: Yeah,
1: which would True. be a cover for Harry Kane. And then. If he does well and they want to sell Harry Kane, they can kind of got ready they've got a bit of a target man replacement type of player ready for them.
0: I hear what you're but, saying but, there with Yovich. It's a it's a good idea, Chris, but would he go there to not get game time on loan? Do you know what I mean? Would he not if he wanted yeah. to go on loan, would he not want to go somewhere? For example, let's say Chelsea would take team so, over out with the equation, they have a hole at centre forward. Yeah. Would he, he go there he, or would he go at Twit in sports you know?
1: my, think, my thinking was and I think Tottenham have always had this problem is three months a year you can guarantee Kane's not about yeah
0: that's
1: true. the thing Kane I think needs sometimes I think he needs a bit of pressure on him actually I think mm. it the best out of him but the Especially problem you have with Tottenham when but, he wasn't but, regular
2: but the problem you have with Kane is is that yeah you will guarantee three months but the problem you have with players like Lukiovic or, or whoever else you want to put in there the problem you have is and you've seen it in the Champions League final um, and you know on the club podcast on Monday night they went through the whole Champions League run from last year and Harry Kane and the issue came up and it was a brilliant chat because when I was listening to it I was like that was absolutely fucking nailed on what the lads are saying here it was Shawnee it was P it was Dicko and it was Phil and basically what they are saying was would you want to be in that squad because for argument's sake hypothetically Luka Jovic goes to Spores on loan with a potential transfer to go through at the end of the season And Harry Kane disappears for three months like he does with his ankle or whatever it is. And Jovic does brilliantly. And when he comes back, Harry Kane declares himself fit and just goes in and plays. Do you want to be there? And trust me, anyone that loves Lucas Moura and maybe Oina Moura move to Spurs would be on the phone to Lucas Moura going, listen. What's it like there? What's it like? Because I've seen what happened to you. And (laughs) when you were flying and you got into a Champions League final and... Harry Kane turned up in a, on a Zimmer frame and played the Champions League final. Yeah, that'd be a worry for me for Spurs. And I know we are going with all this, Chris. It's mm. it's 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 very well thought out with regards to budget because yeah. as somebody says there, and I think you mentioned a massive loan taken out deal with the COVID stuff. But when you look at Spurs, do, do you not feel? And I know, look, I've given you the challenge tonight to going through this. But do you not feel when you look at Spurs that that there has to be doubts around Mourinho? Because we know he's not a long term thing. You look at how how much yeah. influence Harry Kane has, and then you are signing, and they could be just holding. This we need. There could be a fire sale at some stage, you know. And where do you end up there? Would that be a worry for you with them?
1: I think it would be. Yeah, my my big thing with them was uh, it's been a problem with of the years. Is they've never had adequate striking cover or striking challenges for Harry Kane. But it's it's like the hardest thing to sell come in and be a, a reserve for to it's a bit like what Liverpool have got with the goal Yeah,
0: it's a bit come like what Liverpool have with the forwards like with Werner. yeah,
1: yeah. we've got that situation now with come to our front three but you might not start come and be our yeah. goalie but you definitely won't start I think Tottenham was say, but this is why I am saying they've got to try, between, try to create a velocity to give you the opportunity to kick on your career I mean to so first Jovic there's always probably what have you got to lose because from what, what I read there's no one really in for him and Madrid don't want it. But they
0: can't sell it to anyone because nobody will buy him. It's an interesting idea, Chris. I do. I like that. I like the way you've talked about this with loans. And it's something that I, um, with the free transfers, I've looked at with one of my other teams as well. Now, I, what you're saying there about Jovic, it, it is a good one. But I think the Harry Kane thing is just too big. Mm. I think they might go for a, a player to come in on loan to back him up but mm. I don't think it'll be a as, as standard of a of a Jovic I think it'll be a, yeah. a lesser type of player I could be wrong because they signed Bergwein as well there last summer yeah. or last winter sorry Um mm. so they've got him and they've they've got Mora they've got Son and Son has stepped in adequately for them whenever he's had to up front and he's not mm. a centre forward we all know he's not like a, a number nine no, no would you think they'd just be happy with that again? The fact that they had now have going in there as well, that they could just put him or more Mora or Son up there for- to back up Kane and just...
1: Yeah, poss- possibly. I mean, if I was ranking them as a priority, it'd be get you two full-backs in, probably get Huiberg from Southampton and get Willian.
0: Mm. They'd,
1: the, they'd be the four, and then if you can get a strike on loan, Jovic would be like yeah. the fifth option. As in, yeah. like, it was... If I was Spurs and I got the two full full-backs and Hoyberg and William, I'd be going job done. Yeah, and if
2: you didn't so, get a
1: striker, I think you'd be fine. I so just threw oh, him in there because he was a freak because he was alone. I thought there's a bit of a low risk to it.
2: Yeah. Over overall, then Chris, you're looking at you're looking at give me the give me the names coming in.
1: Uh, Mo Mounier, sorry, I can't say it. Sandro, Hoyberg, William, so those four definitely, possibly Jovic. So four to five coming in.
2: Okay, and, going and a couple four. and a couple going out that, that aren't good and don't want to be there. Uh four
1: four going out three somebody.
2: Yeah. You, okay. You wouldn't so, get a blade and both bus it for the price of the
0: sales you're getting rid of there. You know, yeah, but you know, I, think, I think I think it is man.
2: it's it's definitely manageable with with, with and, and Jovic being alone. Um Mounier's on a free. Um Sandro he's gonna cost you a few room, quid, isn't he? Yeah.
1: The room of Sandro the Room of Sandro Heuberg is they're both around with twenty mark.
2: But yeah, again, like, no. getting a no. for twenty million.
0: Yeah, but you he could have
2: something you. in the Southampton contract. You see, but, yeah, um, true, true. I'll, I'll ask you. I'll ask you. Um, I'll ask you the same thing, Chris, as I asked Keith. Um, if Spurs were to put those plans in action, where would you expect them to be at the end of next season? Uh,
1: I expect to be the top
2: four hunt, but not much. Top more. four hunt, but you're not. You're not guaranteeing me. uh no. top four. No, um, Sean, you lost him. So,
1: Come I, I think it's a big points gap for them to make up and like you said it depends how the manager settles
2: yeah absolutely um Shani would like Coutinho back uh, Stevie feels that Coutinho's ship has sailed don't want him back Gav loves him still I do um, I've would him back <laughs> in an, an absolute instant um, and I, I've, I've boggles my mind that people wouldn't take Felipe Coutinho back forget what he done the reasons done. I wouldn't
0: take him back is the money I think they'd want too much money I think to pay something like 60 65 million for him is a bit too rich he's 27 or something now is he 20, I can't yeah, see us just, doing it. I can just just do him on a two, two year loan you know what I mean do him on a if two year, year loan and you can do it and that's where I think we might yeah. end up I won't whoever has Liverpool will go through that but I take him back for the player he is, but I just think the money Yeah, but there. you do
2: him you do him on a two year loan and he probably only has a year left on his contract at Barcelona. Yeah. And then you go, uh, we'll give you ten million if we even yeah. want him. And then you just yeah. pull him aside. Um yeah. it's and it's it's for me, it's it's um it's 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 good business. Um I have to go with a team now. I have Everton, Leicester and uh Arsenal. I'm keeping Arsenal to last a hundred percent. Leicester though, um Let's have a great season, let's be honest about it. Yeah. Um I think I've I think I've I read sorry, I might have been used talking last night, saying that the their form had dropped yeah dropped off a little bit um in the run up to the season being halted. But when I look through that squad, um I think they've a great goalkeeper. I think their right back is tremendous. Um Chilwell might be one that's difficult to hold on to. I've seen yeah. Chelsea and City being murmurs um, going around about them. Um centre back um the, what's your man's name? Soyuncu. Yes, yeah, Soyuncu. Sorry, oh, name it okay. down we had. Johnny Evans is there, but he's getting another year older. Uh, midfield is interesting. You, you've you've Tailman's there. You know he seems to be the kind of standout, but indeed, I don't indeed. think that. Uh, indeed, yeah. There's um, the other guy that just Madison. goes around haunting people. Um, oh yeah, Chowdhury. Uh, Chowdhury Um You've got Madison. You have, and the, the the guy in the left wing is really good. Dennis Praet. No, no, the young lad, he's scored oh, a Oh, the Marty of goals. Gray? No, no, not him no. either. No, the... Uh, f- oh, <laughs> Barnes,
0: Harvey yeah, Barnes,
2: Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes, yeah. yeah um, and you look at the nucleus of the squad, I think it's really good. My biggest worry, and I, I my biggest worry for Leicester is Brendan Rodgers, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you why. I have an awful feeling, and the COVID team might help them because it might restrict what they can spend. I have a feeling Rogers might go to go. He might try to get from A to D and just try skip B and C. Yeah, where the where the logical thing to do is to just pick off one or two players to add to that squad, i.e. a really good backup for Jamie Vardy because Jamie Vardy, as good as he is, he's getting on in the years. You know, we've seen him pick up a couple of injuries this season that you wouldn't usually see him get and you, you need something there. Um centre back he might need to do something. Midfield is quite good, but I think people might sniff around the likes of um the yeah. likes yeah. of yeah. Talmans and Didi and stuff like that. But he has a really good nucleus. I um I think he should be looking if if I if it was me, I'd be going for two or three players. Um I'd be trying like you see Damari Gray and you see Harvey Barnes and then you look what else have they got? Have they got a wide player? I think they should go for someone out wide. Um Spine copy is talking about Lallana to Leicester. Um, I don't think that'd be the worst move for the football they play. Because they do yeah, like to yeah. control the ball and, and they do like to they do like to do things like that. Um so Leicester for me, again, my, I think my biggest worry would be would be Brendan Rogers and what he would look to do. He'd look to go too quickly, you yeah. know, because yeah. Brendan Rodgers, like, I've no problem with Brendan Rodgers. I think he's done a really good job at Liverpool. I think he stayed that extra bit too long, especially after the Stoke defeat. But I just find that, I think he might get exposed in Europe because he has done continuously throughout his career. Um with the problem Liverpool with Brendan with... Rodgers is Brendan Rodgers
0: and his opinion yeah, that I... he has of himself. He's like fucking Icarus. You know what I mean? You think he can go and he can touch the sun and he mm. won't be able to. 'Cause he he's no, he thinks he's much better than he is. And I agree with you there. I think he could be the one that, you know, lets them down. I like him, but I don't I think he, he's he's after getting too f- he's done very well at Leicester, but like with us, he hit lightning on a bottle with us one season and then thought he could do no wrong and mm. fell apart. So we can yeah. hear, hear what you're saying there with that.
2: Yeah, um, Danny says Brendan has been pretty honest on his mistakes at Liverpool. That he was too big-headed and should have not uh, had a fight about transfers. But player-wise, um, you know, yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking at players like Leicester have plenty of money, you know. But I think they, they could be really cute about this, you know. If you look at, if you look at the the, the teams that are going down, you know, like Norwich are going down, right? And um, Watford are in trouble. Um, West Ham. Are in trouble. But I'd be, if I was him, I'd be looking at, I would look at Pookie at Norwich as a definite, as a backup. Because if you say to Pookie, you can come to Leicester, be Jamie Verdi's backup. Um, I think he's a really cute player. I think he's a really good finisher. I think he wouldn't cause the earth. I think he'd be quite happy to be his backup in a squad that would again be looking to go for top four. Um, You could look at the guy off Bournemouth which is big and strong not Josh King the main fella um, Wilson. Wilson you could look at Wilson um, you could absolutely do something there I think he needs a wide player I genuinely think he needs a wide player I think I really like the look of Harvey Barnes I think the Mary Gray on his day is really really good as well but when you have that fullback um, who just bombs up and down the right hand side all day if you had someone not even a winger. I think someone quite creative off Wyatt. like Willian. I think it'd be a brilliant yeah. signing for Leicester, um, because he's very intelligent. In what he does, he likes to come inside. It gives it gives the fallback the chance to go. I, I think I Award think go,
0: the so yeah, that like the that. Right but, move in and leave the space, but can cover it as well. That type of yeah, play, I, yeah.
2: I think I think um, I genuinely think Leicester if they wanted to stay up where they are and and give William a new uh, Lisa Life, I know Spores are being mentioned there um, by Chris, but I think Poogie would be brilliant, I think William would will be a very sound signing just just add just add those two to your mix I'm not asked about anyone going out, I have no interest in people leaving, you know, the, what they have there is a good squad, now you might lose Chilwell, you should just go and sign Bertrand off Southampton, in my opinion um, but uh, like, now he might go further afield, he may go around Germany, but I think when he goes too far, he he worries me he absolutely yeah. worries me so so my three I think for or two for Leicester it definitely would be Pooky. it would be Willian and then you'd be looking at a centre half and I think you know you have Johnny Evans there you have you have um Soyuncu, Um, you have him there as well I think the, the guy the guy that was there Wes Morgan I think he's done for isn't he that'll be him yeah he's at, gone at the end at the end. Uh, Yosi Perez is the other man. Uh, well, I don't think he puts in enough. Nah. I think he just he a purple patch at Leicester. And I think after that, I, I wouldn't be too mad on um, him. Oh, Centre-half. Oh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd have to have another little think about the centre-halves. You go ahead. When
0: when Leicester signed Sioncio, right, he brought him in from, I think it was Freiburg in Germany, right, and everyone was linked with him. And he sort of went off the radar. And then Leicester signed them. But they also signed another centre back at the same time, Filip Benkovic, went on loan to Celtic.
2: Yeah.
0: He's very highly rated. So unless they're going to look at maybe moving him up the pecking order mm. and saving well, it, money, you might, might have the answer there. Like when they sold Harry Maguire, everyone's like, oh, Jesus, what's going to what's going to happen? And then Soyuncu came into the team and nailed it down. So maybe they, they feel Benkovic is... Is, is able to do that as well. I don't know. Mm.
2: I think you, you mentioned Celtic there. I think they should go and have a look at um, Oyer, who plays up, yeah, there. He's up there. Um sent a young, young player. The yeah, he's a young player. Well, Juliana, I. I I'd have me doubts over. Um Chris Bros says uh, maybe Minx um for Leicester. It's not a bad show. But Oyer is a young player that Brendan Rogers I think knows. I think he might have been there yeah. while while Brendan Rogers was there. He's young, he's athletic, he's really good in the ball for a tall man. Um he can come out and play, but he's a really good defender that he's fucking hard as nails. I think he's um I think he'd be absolutely um he'd be off the wall for Leicester now people will say it'll cost you a lot of money it won't this is Celtic you go up there with 15 million quid they're going to sell them to you Um, yeah. and I think you put them in there and you basically say listen you learned the Premier League off Johnny Evans for a season and then we, we put you in there with Sionju and you've a, you a brilliant pair in there they're big they're physical they're strong they're, they're willing to defend but they're good in the ball at the same time I think that might be a real thing so for me I'm not making massive changes at Leicester um, Brendan Rodgers needs to just kill the Jets relax and just bring in William on a free, bring in Puky, um, off Leicester as a really good backup because you have the pace in. the lad they have that I missed mean, that sitter at City. He used to play for them. Um, yeah, sure you know sure. who I'm talking. Yeah, Ian, you have the pace in him, but you have someone very clever and very good in around the box good and child. really good off yeah. the ball as well in Pookie, So Pookie, William, and I are off Celtic and I think they're absolutely, absolutely fine. Um, Keith, back to you. Who's the next cup?
0: Right, um, I'm going to do Newcastle next. Now, okay. I think Newcastle the hardest ones to do. Right, And the reason I'm going to do them next is because a lot of the names we have are names that have been mentioned. Now, doing the outs at Newcastle, we don't know how they're going to be this summer. I don't know what they can do with the new owners and what they will do. Right, But I went through a squad and they've
2: allowed to show you. Right? They've got absolute <laughs> chock or block. With now, muck. You might... Are you gonna go on the on, on the on the pretense that these are being taken over and they're just gonna spend a shitload yeah. of money? Because I, I yeah. have I have well, reservations around that.
0: Exactly, and that's what I'm sorta of, what I'm looking at. Now I've done a quick list, right, of players that I think they have there that they could move on. And I've got Mankio, Dwight Gale, Muto, Henry Syvette, Isaac Hayden, Jack Callback, Kieran Clark, Andy Carroll, and Joe Ellington, right? Now, Joe Ellington was a big money sign, and so they might hold on to him. But it, it depends on what manager is in there, if they might look to get rid of him or not. Now, that's just getting rid of players that are sort of linked with moves away. Now, the problem, the big problem they have is that the younger they then lead, Longstaff's, has been linked with Yudanese, um, okay. Maggie Longstaff, because he hasn't signed his professional contract or something yet. Okay. And what's what they're looking at there, Eudanese want to sign him and then loan him straight to Watford yes um and probably never set foot in yielding i would be seeing in a bleeding jersey for his career you know that way so i think yeah. newcastle are worrying about that Yep, yeah. i'd be trying to get him to tie it, it down and sean longstaff i'd be looking at making sort of nearly central um in the team like a central figure in the team so i'd be getting rid of a lot of shit and i'd have had more on that list like um Matt Ritchie and John Joe Shelby, but they only signed new deals or a set to sign new deals. Um so there for Federico Fernandez signed the new deal or his to So like these are they're signing up a lot of their dross as well, unless they're just looking to sell them on. I don't know, but that they, they have a squad there that you could you could overhaul the whole lot of it. The keeper, the Bravka isn't great. But mm. you
2: know But but do you like before you get into these players and I'm sure you have a list of length your arm, right? Uh, do, do you not feel that Look, I can't see these coming in and just spending all over the shop.
0: What I think they'll do is I think they'll spend, but they won't. When, when Abramovich came into Chelsea, he he went and spent, didn't he? He, he hmm. Before Mourinho came in, it wasn't a the manager when he first came in and they were buying Glenn Johnson and they were buying, you know, a lot of players. Bang, 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 bang for big money. When Man City done it, they signed Robinho, they were trying to get Kaka, they were trying to get everybody. But they, they had a lot of shit and it took them a while. And I think that's what's on Are you on the dishwater tonight, Gav? Yeah? No, it's not.
2: It's a frosted <laughs> glass. <It's... laughs> I'm laughing at Stevie he says, What you drink a dishwasher? No, it's one of those um frosted glasses you know that become yeah. ice cold really Pretty fast bad. and stuff like that So I'll show you. I'll, get a well, see, I'll get a proper see-through glass for Stevie for tomorrow <laughs> or the next night if it's affecting him that much yeah come on
0: Um but what I think they'll do I think Man City when they done it they've tried to get a big name in Robinho and then the Bob other big expensive signings but they were you know they were in the top tier they were Rocky Santa Cruz they were fucking uh, Joe and all these clowns or whatever they went they there. went
2: they went to a City went to a certain level uh, yeah. went up a, but but this is what I'm saying City couldn't come in and just go they did spend big money but they, they spent money on players that you're going yeah they're alright it was you know, gradual when you were getting Yaya yes.
0: Torre David Silva yeah. Sergio Aguero and they're the ones Vincent Company, they're the ones that lasted with them as well wasn't it they're the ones that, that they built around and I think what you might get yeah, that that's a great point, and that's what I'm sort of thinking. And a lot of the names that have been mentioned in here are, are on my list for Newcastle. So I'm looking at Mounier, I'm looking at William, I'm looking at Pedro, all on free free transfers to trade them. Vertonghen, four of them free transfers. Mm. Right? Yeah, but giving them makes um, our
2: money makes um absolute sense.
0: So they'll get big players in there at the start, right? So William, Pedro, Mounier, and Vertongan of Danny Rose staying on there, he's on loan there, getting him to stay on. Now, other players I have linked on my list, and the problem is they won't get them out. They've been linked with Shakiri. Mm. So if Pedro William are two free wingers and Shakiri. I think if they were looking to make a splash, they go for Coutinho. Yeah. If they get Pochettino in. If they get okay. Pochettino as their manager. I think Coutinho's their marquee signing. Had my okay. Espanol. Yeah, so,
2: yeah you're, you're giving me you're giving me plenty of names, but you're not going absolutely rash on this. You're, you're, it's
0: too it's too hard. That's what I'm saying. I don't know yeah. what way they're going to do it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You can go yeah. down the Pedro and William for for nothing. Yeah, and you could put William as a midfield, or you could go Shakiri, or they could go Coutinho, or they could go Zaha. I think is another one that they could make a splash on because every year he wants out of Crystal Palace and there's nowhere for him to go yeah nowhere for him to go because no one will pay the money now if Newcastle are loaded with uh, you know 100 million isn't excessive right in the Covid times it might be but if they were to spend 100 million on a couple of players I don't think it's going to raise too many but I think Villa spent 150 million in the summer just gone do you know what I mean so if they got Munier and Vertongen for free and they got William, let's say, and then spent sixty million on Zaha. It's not going to. It's it's a good lot of players coming in, but not for big big transfer Mm. fees, big wages, but not big transfer fees. Now I've linking them with other players to fill that because their squad needs filling out. The squad needs. So Danny,
2: so Danny Emery says FFP in the Premier League is about debt, not what you spend. FFP in Europe is about what you spend over three years compared to what you earn. Yep. Right. So, so uh, well, they they could they could theoretically make a big splash, right? But if they qualify for Europe, how do microscope. you how do you then you're under a massive microscope? So again, it, I, I get where Danny's coming from, but Chris, like just before we get back to Keith and his his fucking ten commandments, um mm-hmm. It still prohibits them, doesn't it, from going absolutely mad on this because if they went out and spent, for argument's sake, £500 just for argument's sake, and then they go in and they get into Europe and they have to keep spending because that's what you do. um, Surely something, three years down the line, someone's going to go, well, hold on, you spent a billion pound on players here and you've, you know, you're not taking that in. Something's going to have to go wrong there, isn't it?
1: You think so, but looking at Muggs, who have allegedly broken FFP it takes about 10-15 years to get caught so by that point mm. do you care
2: yeah but Make Danny sure follows it up to... with Danny follows it up with Europe only counts once you've qualified not what you've spent before
1: in which case then go for your life you go for it, mm. See, Andy, go for it I mean would... I, th- go I ahead, think please. Keith's idea is the best I think you'll keep your idea is probably the, the best it I think you'd like to think they'll probably learn from Chelsea and City which is get in the marquee signings but you don't have to spend 80, 90 million, because with Great respect to Newcastle, if you get William Shaqiri as an argument on freeze, you you've got the Champions League winners there. You get getting lead yeah. title winners. You can say, that to your fans. we've got now Champions League winners and League title winners playing for Newcastle, which is not had for a while. And they're both, especially Shakir, they're young enough and Shakir's hungry enough that he wants to play. It's not like where City did some, got some players that were past the best uh, or when Chelsea got a Crespo past his best, they were, c- they were coming for a payday. Yeah. So <laughs> it's getting the balance right of getting clever frees where you're thinking the hungry. So maybe like, I mean, I just top of Jovovich, might be a clever one because it's like, well, you're playing every week, mate, and you're not playing at the moment.
0: Yeah, Yeah, But do you've also got the likes of Edison, Cavani, and Dries Mertens are on free transfers as well. So if you want to make a splash and have a real, top top marquee forward player you can bring them in you can give them 200 grand a week the thing about newcastle the difference between newcastle they fill that stadium out every week when they're garbage
1: yeah yeah so when they're
0: good they're going to be churning in match day money and you know potentially they're a one team city newcastle i know they have their rivalries with middlesbrough and Sunderland, but they're not in the same city as them you know they they could, I don't know, maybe a bit of success. They might be able to get themselves up there without having to um go down the city route of having to, you know, whitewash all their money and financially. I think, don't I, feel think, much.
1: I think Newcastle fans they're probably more realistic because they've seen what happens is even City of All The Money, it was a good five, six years before they were properly challenging. Mm. I think you've got to look it's yeah. probably similar again. You know, so that's what they look at. I mean, I don't think they can get Mertens hasn't he just signed a new contract that Did he
0: sign
2: it there? Yeah, I
1: did. Yeah. Or he mm. was rumoured to like P- tied him down, which is clever.
2: But Maverick guy. asks, Maverick asks, have, have, have Newcastle been officially bought? And Care follows are up at no. um, There's a decent chance it doesn't go through. Uh, yeah, this, 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 this'll, 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 this'll really Crank up once the season's over. Yeah. When that's when it'll really crank up. If it's not done before, then but I think they're too far down
0: the line. All the stuff you're hearing, it it's I think it's a done deal, and it'll just with the COVID happening. It's after sort. They of just slowing the whole thing down, or probably mm. speeding the whole thing up. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe so Keith
2: with Newcastle because we're nearly an hour in and we've done four we missing
0: what i'd what i'd do was i'd I'd bring in william i'd bring in pedro i'd bring in munier and i'd look to bring in vertongan i would bring in um i try and get rabio and i would try and get either coutinho or zaha and rabio coutinho zaha big money and big wages and that's where i think they're going to throw that money into the wage bill increase that and then year on year or window on window trying to add the quality player here and there so that's what we would be filling up on expensive free transfers mm-hmm. so I'm getting rid of um, loads and i'm just throwing out it's the hardest one to do We are yeah yeah
2: out. that's yeah. fine uh all ask. can we redo newcastle if the takeover doesn't go through oh, um, yeah, we, we, we won't bother fight. we won't we won't we won't bother <laughs> our arse with newcastle if that takeover doesn't go through but then um, again um where do you see if if this was to come to fruition, Keith? Where do you where do you see them? What would you like to see from them in a fourth season? I mean Europa League.
0: If you use Wolves as a template, Wolves got investment from Jorge Mendes and got quality players in, and catapulted them quick enough. Sheffield, you know, mm. you came nowhere. in a different model, so there's there's opportunities to start to of get up there if they get a, a good manager in. I think Rafa Back or Pochettino then they can do damage, you know, maybe mm. top six, but I don't think it'll happen for them too quick. I, I think there's too many other rebuilding teams that'll be, that'll be in there. The interesting thing is the level of investment. If it is taken over, what they put, what do you think they can get away with and what they put in? That'll dictate, mm. you know, they can, Spores are in a tricky position. Arsenal are in a tricky position. We're seemingly never spending money ever again. So maybe Newcastle can start to jump into the, into the mixer, you know what I mean? But who knows? Mm.
1: If the investment does go through, the best thing that could happen to uh, Newcastle is finish tenth but win the league cup. Yeah, and from what you, from what you see online, from Newcastle fans that I've seen online, if they finish tenth and win, and win something like the league cup, trust me, that that is the perfect start for the owners. Get a cup it is the same. perfect
2: start. Um, I agree with you. I think it is the perfect start, but it's going to take. Uh, it's it's. Um, It's going to take a couple of years for Newcastle, I think. I think that Mm. the the geography of the club might go against them. Having said that, money does talk in the majority of times. Um, Chris, I'm going to let you leave Liverpool to last. Okay. Um, So you have Chelsea.
1: Right. Okay. So Chelsea was the one club I did that I thought would spend big. And then Mm. this was before (laughs) the team on the news broke. So I've got for Chelsea um, six players leaving. So I've got William and Pedro just going because they're on the contracts they're going to get released. And in terms of selling, uh, I would I think they're going to sell Batchwi and Jury because they don't pick them. I don't really want them. No one seems to particularly like them. Alonso, the left back, they need a left back. They've got a left back. They don't want. It. They don't pick him. Uh, and the one I think they'll get the most money for is um, I think they'll sell uh, Asbanega. I think they'll look for a new keeper. It hasn't worked out. He's getting dropped for Willie Caballero, who's not exactly the best number two. And there's, there's too many bad blood things with the uh, the cup. And he's now making errors you would not expect a keeper from his level to make. But I think he's still that highly thought of that you could sell him isolated to get big money for him.
0: The problem we'd see with that. Chris is where do you sell them to? And I think you know, I had the same problem with the Haye. There's mm. not many teams that are looking for a keeper that are going to pay. Are Chelsea going to take a big hit on. He's the most expensive keeper in the world. That you going to take a big hit on them to go back to so like, Bill or whatever.
1: I think a PSG or someone will go for PSG. Are always on the look out for their next star name. Yeah, and um, I know they got the guy. I know got the Nevers, but.
2: The German says Giroud has signed a new one-year deal, um, and Barry he follows that up with the same. So, um, but then again, uh, you know, again, it, um, to
1: that, to the, to things that change. A little bit.
2: you yeah. know, things absolutely do change. Uh, so, so you're bringing them six out. Um, who are you bringing
1: yeah. in? Uh, so I look at a couple of keepers. I the one I keep they seem to get the most links to is Dortmund keeper, which is Roman. Is it Berkey?
2: Borky. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's who I think they'll bring in, who is pro- who's a very good keeper from what I've seen and would be a fraction of the price that they'd sell as a Ben for, so it'd be a pretty good swap. Um, I think the the two big signs, one of the big signs i go for is, I think they're both for Ben over. I think that's what they need. They need a young mm-hmm. left-back with quality delivery, especially with them having Timo Werner now. I think that's what they're going to do. Uh, and they've already signed Zajic yep. from Ajax. Yep. Um, they're probably it the only wild card you can see I think with Chelsea because it's very Chelsea is apparently Cavani's available on a free and you could see Chelsea just getting in mega wages and they've got uh, one thing with Chelsea they are very cash rich you know because they didn't spend anything last summer really and they sold Hazard for a lot of money and they're getting some big wages off so the wild card would be Cavani but definitely the first one. I think they'll probably bring in
2: okay um uh, Paddy Lawson says and I think it's great he says hi lads no Werner I think we need to go and get feck here remember that that was the crack wasn't it yeah, yeah. that was the crack um, yeah, it's, it's, um, that, it's, yeah it's 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 listen uh, there's loads of rumours flying around tonight now that stuff's being rejected and all it. don't worry about it um, we two league games we'll in the, the
0: morning Werner would be holding the Liverpool flag leaning <laughs> that, morning, red and smoke Boston. bomb in his it's
2: front like, garden. Yeah. Uh, kick up
0: do you remember when we signed, sorry if I couldn't you, do you remember when we signed the Ox and Chelsea jumped in and thought they had him and it's like, mm-hmm. like yeah, sure,
2: didn't the, that uh, happen to Spurs when they thought he had William and he yeah, went to he Chelsea? Made medical out of Spurs and then just signed yeah. by Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: so um, Chamberlain's all agreed for Chelsea, wasn't it? it was
0: until
2: yeah. we put a bit of, yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. I well,
0: know they're um, saying we... We'll move on to Reinhardt in a minute, I'm sure. But yeah. Yeah.
2: Paddy has just put up uh, the two words that you need to mute on your Twitter if you have any yeah. sense which is F-S-G-O um, but I'll ask you again Chris um, if they do what do what you feel they'll do um, where do you see them? Do you see them just consolidating in the top four or do you see them going and challenging for a title?
1: Uh, I think they'll finish third but they'll be in the mix for a while and then probably just just fall away. Because uh, okay. st- I'm still not convinced the managers tactically ready yet. Okay, but I think that I think their big problem was they don't have enough goals on the side now. Tammy Abraham is a good young striker, but he's a young striker, mm-hmm. you know, which means that's four back in Giroud. Giroud's not the player he was, and um, mm-hmm. Pulisic is still a bit hit and miss. Whereas at least Ziyech, it's a proven Champions League player. Chillwell, it's a proven Champions League level left back. Berkey, it's probably a bit more of a consistent keeper and then Werner, it gives them what they probably don't have up through the middle, strength and, strength and a guaranteed goal for us, okay. which is probably what they're, they're lacking.
2: Right, you have... Um... You've done both on two teams. I've done one. So what I'm going to do is, um, I'm going to do one more team, and then we're going to we're going to keep hold of Liverpool, Manchester City, and I'm going to keep hold of Everton, and we're going to do another show or another time on those three. All right, and um, because people sure. are going on and on about team over here, so we have to discuss it. Um, I wanted to fix it into Chelsea and Liverpool, but there's no point, and I need some time to talk about Arsenal. Um, so, Arsenal, you right? About. Arsenal are by far and away the most frustrating side in the Premier League. Okay, yeah. if there's any Arsenal fans watching, by all means feel free to email me or get on here on the chat and um, let me know why they aren't. But they need to have a serious word with themselves. All right, sit back, open a can, because here we go. Right, they need to have a serious word with themselves, and the first thing they need to do is to tell the fans to, to stop moaning. All right, and stop what I get from oh, it's very simple right Arsenal Fan TV so people we, we all do it right we all do it and we all know we do this Arsenal lose uh, Arsenal are losing with five minutes to go and all you want them to do the, the opposition side to do is hold on especially if it's a Sheffield United or a Bournemouth or somebody like that because Arsenal Fan TV will be off the wall right now people do um, people do go in and now, Barry Devaney says the only beat, unbeaten team in, in 2020 is Arsenal. That will end very soon. Don't worry about that, brother. Um, they're probably all just playing for a few contracts. But people will go on to Arsenal fan TV and go, oh, did you see them? They're ridiculous. But if you actually listen to what these people are saying, they're right. They're right in what they're saying. They're so frustrated in what the team are doing. The problem is Wenger stayed too long. Right, stayed way too long. Right, Unai Emery came in and was. A, it was always going to be a tough job for anyone following Wenger, but Unai Emery wasn't strong enough. It's as simple as that. He was not strong enough, and Arsenal and as a club seem to insist on a way of playing. Right, and that needs to be knocked out of them very quickly. Or boy, players that can play the football. You seem to think you want to play. All right. When you look through the squad they have, it's just mind blown what the stuff the stuff they have. Like they signed Kieran Tierney, who's a good good left back, but had a bad injury record the last year at Celtic, right? And hasn't shown up for Arsenal. They go on about Bellerin as if he's fucking, you know, Cafe reincarnated yeah. and he's nowhere near it, right? The centre halves is appalling from start to finish, right? More. Appalling, right? From start to finish. There's none of them are good enough. Right. Midfield Genduzi's not a bad player. Um like, they've yeah. a couple of they've a couple of young players there, but they are just uh, uh, and then and then you look at the midfield it's just Jacque. You know what I mean? Xhaka shouldn't be an Arsenal player for the way he carried on, right? Okay. Now he had a go at fans, but He was right. He probably was at the time. Right. But what I'm saying to you is he hasn't got the mentality to play for an Arsenal. No alright, he hasn't got the mentality to captain an Arsenal, he, it just doesn't work, then you go up front and Lacazette, not a bad player right? Pepe outrageous transfer yeah. don't know what you were like Aubameyang, down the left hand side and the biggest thing they talk about about Aubameyang is, and Gary Neville is, a, is, is notorious for it is how he walks up and down the left wing you know what I mean, listen Aubameyang isn't John Arnaurisa running up and down the left wing Aubameyang is one of the quickest most deadliest strikers in Europe in the last 5-6 years and he's being asked to track back a left back because they want to get these players on the pitch and make themselves look like they're some sort of football team Owen Burke says it right there's no balance in that Arsenal squad right I'm not even going to list who I get rid of right and I'm not even going to list who I'd sign right you two lads might have an opportunity now to throw a few names in there if you want the the fundamental thing with Arsenal is right I don't think Arteta is going to work right and the reason I don't think is because I don't think they will be able to back him to buy the players that they need to play the style of play he wants to play alright and I don't think he and I could be wrong I don't think he will be brave enough to go away from what he his ideas alright with the squad that he has there, when if he has to stick with the majority of them and say, listen, we need to go a little bit more direct. We need to go three at the back. We need to go three holding midfielders. You know what I mean? It's they need the they either need to back him massively or he needs to change the way he's looking to get them to play. And I can't see either of them happening. And that's where they're in trouble. I'm I'm just so frustrated. I'm not even an Arsenal fan. Everyone knows that, but yeah. I'm so frustrated at watching Arsenal. The players they sign, the way they try to play, and it's it's just, it's it's, it's not even a sinking ship. It's just a sh- ship that someone turned the ignition on, set out to sea, and just left it, and it's just yeah, roaming around the out there. Job, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 absolutely mad. Um, just on Arsenal, though, you know. Don't get me wrong; they have some very good players. Keith, is there anybody if I was to if you if, if I was to give you one signing for Arsenal in the summer, what would you do?
0: Well, before we even mention that, John I was said in the chat there that they've signed a guy, they've signed a guy called William Saliba from San Etienne and they've sent him back on loan for a year, and mm. he is meant to be the new Raphael Vernan. Mm. He is meant to be absolute mustard. Now, whether it works out or not, and whether he ends up going to Arsenal and slots in behind fucking Luis and Socrates and Mustafi and whoever else is playing centre back, you you just don't know. Where the I said this on the show last night, we were ranking the teams uh, based on their season, and we had Arsenal, I think, in 17th. They're an absolute one of the worst run big clubs in in the world. I I don't know what it is with them. They've got delusions of grandeur. But when you look at the players in isolation, you know, we've gone through there, they've a decent, the bones of a decent enough squad. Bernd Leno is a decent keeper, and he has the record for most errors leading to goals you know mm. you've got a defence which is truly horrendous you've got a midfield I oh, you're I think he's actually a very good player Guendouzi mm. yeah. you had Lucas Torreira who looked like he was going to be decent enough in there a little terrier in midfield and he's falling off a cliff you've Xhaka there yeah San but you've a terrier
2: you've a terrier in mid, like, like say, take him for Agnes' sake yeah. you've a terrier in midfield right in a midfield that doesn't want to walk. Yeah. that's the problem no, if, if, you, if you if you I'm if, if you put Luke if you put Terreira in there and said listen we're not going to fanny about with this, right? This is what we're going to do. We're going to win and get... The three years are going to, The three years are going to look at Liverpool's midfield and be that functional. That's how functional we want you, right? They would walk so much better. They don't have to do any tricks. They don't have to do any... They don't have to be spraying passes. They just have to win ball and get it to full-backs that are non-existent for Arsenal, right? Because they're, either, they're always injured, right? Or you get them to a potent front three, right? Pepe might turn out to be a brilliant sign for Arsenal in years to come but for me no you know what I mean you need they, they need to find function in the midfield they need to find sol- a, a solidity at the back that is just yeah. not there but is their big link
0: that they have this summer is uh, for this summer coming is Thomas Partey off Atletico like Madrid now Yes, if they got Thomas Partey into that midfield mm. solidifies a lot of it but that's not on its own isn't going to fix their problems because they thought Jacket was going to do that when they signed Jacket. Mm-hmm. and he thought Terrera was going to do that when they signed Terrera. Mm-hmm. and Partey could just be another taxi on the rank do you know what I mean yeah. like I I think there I think there's such a problem there the fans are toxic the The ownership issue was is toxic we, we, people think FSG are bad get on to Stan Kroenke and he's putting billions into the LA Rams moving them into new stadiums and all that and Arsenal are you know, paying for Pepe on with have vouchers over a 23 year period. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. they took it, a
2: mortgage out on him.
0: Yeah, I think we have a bad. You know, they and they, the thing when we're talking about these teams, Chelsea are brilliantly placed because they're in London, but the other London teams are all in a basket somewhere because they're all shy. Spurs yeah. and Arsenal are just not being run well at all at the moment. Yeah. So Chelsea are all of a sudden a destination that players will look at and go to.
2: I asked him Yeah, sure. but you, when you look at the moment. And but when you look, when but when you look at sports, sports are in this situation. Arsenal in two thousand and five six when they moved into the Emirates it might in two thousand and seven um, or even later than that. It could be it's around that, isn't it? About 10-12 years that are right? Um, sports are in that situation now where they've overspent on a stadium, and regardless of how many NFL teams you put into it, it's a massive amount of money while you're tr- still trying to compete because competing is the big thing. Sports are in that situation. Arsenal for me are just somebody that are wandering around the place and they just keep going. Where they Arsenal and we do this, and but they don't. But they're
0: the biggest club in London, they're the biggest yeah,
2: in London, yeah. Clubs. They must be. But but Avo, Avo says there, Arsenal have no identity anymore. I fully agree with
0: him. I, agree I fully
2: agree with him because uh, uh, when you think of Arsenal going back, it was, it was good football, but like when you look back at Vieira, Petit, Sol Campbell, Tony Adams, Steve Ball, whoever, whoever Keon, right? Like, even when you looked at Overmars, um, Lundberg, Arne, they were all hard. The old yeah. fucking parallel could get stuck in, but they could play football and battle you at the same time. Okay? And when you look at Arsenal now, they they can't play the football they used to play, and they don't want to fight you. Yeah. Right? So you have all these players going around thinking they're all these that they can do A, B, and C, but they don't, they don't want to win the right to do it. Or you've you got guys I mean? like Jackie who'll jump into a tackle recklessly and think that's
0: showing a bit of heart and determination compared to what you get like. with Liverpool's midfield, you've got Vanalum, Henderson, Fabinho who'll do the hard running without having to do last ditch tackles or leg breaking tackles. You know, they, their mentality—they're not signing in the right type of flair. You know, and I, I, I think they're an absolute mystery of a club to be honest. I, I can't get my head around them at all.
2: But the only thing—the only thing I would say is—is is that if. If um Arsenal or Liverpool pre Klopp says J, um yeah that's not a bad point. Yeah. It's not a bad point yeah. because you didn't know where that's you were exactly. going. You know what I mean? But 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 the only thing you could say is you could say to our head, listen, you want to play the style of football that the Arsenal fans love to, love to see played. Fine, right? But this is what we have, right? So he's gonna to have to go and identify. Listen, th- to play th- to play the sort of football Arsenal played going back ten years ago or whatever it was, they won the right it was always said about Arsenal. They will win the right to play football against you and then they will play football. So he needs to identify. Listen, he's really good technically on the ball, but he doesn't want to fucking run around. Sabeas doesn't want to run around the tackle. He wants to look good on the ball. You need to go and say, Right, does does Partey win the ball and play well? Yeah, he does, right. Well he's out and he Sabeas go back to Real Madrid and we're taking him. That's where he needs to identify. There's too yeah. many players that, that a, don't want to do the job that, that they need to be asked to do and cohesively they, they, you know they don't want to do it they don't want to do it as a team either do you know what I mean yeah. one of the worries as
0: well one of the players he's heavily linked with is like John Stones so if you're going to bring a John Stones into the centre of that defence he's not solution
2: anything. go and sign I mean, Johnny Evans off Leicester
0: yeah Johnny Evans is a great show great show just
2: go and sign Johnny Evans off Leicester and say listen we're going to give you a year max till right? I don't know he's probably 33 or 34 it's at this stage right? but you, he's just going to go in and you just say to every other defender whatever he says you fucking do it and that's it do you know we what I mean they thought they were getting that with Socrates
0: yeah. and they thought they were
2: getting that with Louise. Oh, but come on and I mean, no, like, most, this, this, myth, this myth of Lauren Koscielny like, would yeah. just stop it do you know what I mean it's just it's absolutely mad but look we could go all day Chris Um, Arsenal yeah. it, Arsenal do you do you think he do you, do you, does he? I think there's two directions, right? He either he either looks at the squad he has and he sticks to his style of football and tries to make this work, or he tries a revamp, but he has to broaden the way he wants to play football. What way do you think he goes and does it?
1: Okay, i, I, I Arsenal, I think, are fascinating, They're a case the the case in their own, and like I can say it as a Liverpool fan because I feel like we're finally the other end of this. It's it is like looking in a twenty-year mirror. Of Liverpool is they mm. talk about oh, driven the Invincibles we were great, and you know that was like sixteen years ago. It's mm. like us, the Liverpool of the eighties that used Jack Barnes and Aldridge. You're going, and I'm going no, but we. But I always talk. I used to always talk about it because anyway I an argument. Um, yeah. And then you look at the above above them. There's no fucking clue. Which to be fair Liverpool up until five six years of Klopp. Didn't bring really have a clue. Even the Rafa and Benitez, you know, there was always some nonsense above them, which wasn't going to work. And it was, but then in terms of the fans, and actually it's because loop fans have had this now, and they won't admit this, but it's true. We finally had a manager who had a set plan and had the balls to turn around to the to the cop and to the main stand. And I've seen him do it. Turn around to the and call the main stand out and go, yeah. <laughs> where the fuck are you all going? How am I supposed to win games if you all fuck off with 10 minutes to go? Or I saw the Leicester game this year. Uh, people forget this. We're winning the title. We're 1-1 against Leicester, which is quite odd. We get a last-minute penalty. We score. We score, And you can see there were people, I saw people around me leaving who were getting dogs abuse from me. And I saw Klopp turn around to the main stand, cup his ears, and give it to the, cl- to the crowd. Yeah. And do you know what? People didn't like it at first. You know, I had mates who said, what's he doing? saying, don't touch the sign.' We always touch the sign. What we're doing is, this is the Liverpool way. This is how we do things. And I think that's the problem the likes of Rodgers had, which was, we have to do things the Liverpool way. And I feel about Arteta, we have to do things the Arsenal way, the Arsenal Wenger way, the Pep Guardiola way. And it's like, no, you have to do the way that wins. The way Klopp plays is brilliant. Liverpool, the 80s, didn't play like this. The most yeah. successful time in Liverpool in the 80s 70s, we didn't play this style of football. It was exciting, but it was different. And yeah. I think until they find a man who's going to do that, to me, Arteta feels a bit like the second coming of Kenny. Which is yeah. The romantic purple, the but, romantic appointment.
2: Yeah. The Maybe only thing I would say match. is that he's a fairly clean slate. What I mean by that is he did play for Arsenal and you know mm-hmm. he went off and he's learned his trade under Guardiola and you know there's not many better that you can learn your trade under. So he is coming back. But my Which hope nearly takes him of his David Moyes Everton leading years well, into Oh, oh um, yeah, yeah. And but yeah. My, my hope my hope is that he doesn't come in and go. I have to manage as Arsenal would expect me to manage. Like, I would hope that, that Arteta goes into that interview and goes, listen, see all this tapping around and stuff like that. We will we will try to get to there, you know, over a period of three to four years because we have to keep trying to compete while trying to improve. But at the same time, if I want my centre-back to launch that 70 yards down the pitch and get a team turned around because I think that's the best tactic, that's what I'm going to do. And if 60,000 people out there don't like it, tough, tough. You know what I mean? Because when I walk away with a 1-0 win or a 2-1 win, I know what I'm doing is right. You know, And I see these players every day of the week. I just think they're an absolute basket case. And I think, yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel sorry for Arteta because I have a feeling unless they're extremely patient with him, I think he's on a hiding to nothing. And mm. I hope for his sake he's not. Because I think he has the right idea about football. But I think the restraints he has at Arsenal, the a, a fan base, especially within a stadium that only want to see a certain way play They want to see a way play it like Arsenal Wenger played, but they didn't like yeah. the Arsenal Wenger way at the yeah. end. Nice. You know? So they don't really know what they want. It's it's absolutely off yeah. the wall. Listen, we've we 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 will we do Arsenal again, I'm sure. Um I've told Terry that I want to go on to football terrace and talk <laughs> to Arsenal fans as well. I don't think that'll be allowed. I think someone will end up being arrested. But um <laughs> Last ten minutes, lads, and the Timo Werner stuff we have to get onto, right? Uh Peter Jones asks, Have we missed the Werner chat? (laughs) You haven't. I waited for you, Peter, to arrive before we get into it. (laughs) So, um reports. So just bring anyone up to speed that's watching and doesn't know what's going on. Um Liverpool, of course, touted with Timo Werner for a long time. Apparently he'd had Zoom calls with Klopp. Klopp had booked him a hotel in Blackpool so they could go on the Waltzers, all that sort of stuff, right? Um it was it was literally you know, look like it was nailed on. Um there's been, there's been bits and pieces about buyout clauses and when they're up and will Liverpool pay and stuff like that. The latest today was is that and it's it's from journalists. I haven't seen anything official from Chelsea, Leipzig, uh, Timo Werner. Um, there's been a lot of reactionary journalism like, Oh well he was offered this by and Liverpool killed their interest and the, you know, it's spoofing basically. Yeah. Um just a load of spoofing. Um but from what we can say, I think it was Matt Law from The Telegraph broke it today and said that Timo Werner has agreed to sign for Chelsea or agreed a deal with Chelsea. Um, that's gone on. Liverpool, a lot of Liverpool's fan base or some of them anyway have gone absolutely crazy. Um, I don't know why you just need to relax. Um, and that's not me being an FF, FSG apologist. I just think it's Jurgen Klopp is deadly. We don't have yeah. to worry about it. But then some reports came in tonight that, um, apparently they have agreed the, a buy-out deal but want to do it in installments and Leipzig are refusing this so um, Chris I'll come to you first do you think this is a do you think this is a transfer that will go through and Chelsea have seen an opportunity where Liverpool have decided to wait and wait and wait and seen an opportunity and gone for it and fair play to them or do you think this might be a little bit of cat and mouse and Liverpool maybe still involved somewhere there
1: the initial thought was it was cat and mouse and it was uh, Leipzig leaking something to take a little look it's, it's pay the release clause or nothing because the, the money side of it I thought like, well Liverpool never offered 200 grand to any player they won't you know I don't think even Van Dyke gets that at the moment so but the more journalists that are coming out of it, you know there's sort of respect to ones you know off the German patch even some of the local journalists out there, they're all it seems to me like it's a done deal uh, I'll, look my initial reaction was I was a bit gutted uh, I probably I still have a bit gutted. I think it's probably because it's been bubbling on for that long in my head. I think I was thinking, well, it'll just get done. It just felt like one of those transfers. It'll get done. A bit like the Salah one. It dragged out a bit, but it, it, we'll, hmm. we'll find a way of getting it done either this season or we're getting boxed for next summer. It'll get done. So most of it, the Chelsea thing wildly caught me out. So I was like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Why is he going there? But then I thought, he will play regularly. He probably will get Champions League football. It is a big step up from Leipzig. So, there's lots of things there, but I think it's all right. And I've said on social media. I think it's fine to be frustrated because I'm frustrated. I, I think if we got him and I, I've seen lots of people saying, and I get what they're saying, you know, is he as good as our front three? Possibly not. You know, if you pick our front three, start 11, is he starting? said, so, no, so, but he's a massive step up in Divock Origi and, and uh, Shaqiri. And I did like the fact that we had that six months where we had a front three and Coutinho and we could just rotate every now and again, you know, Champions League games we play the front three and then when we're playing Leicester at home we'll throw a burner in and you, the drop off's not massive and I quite like the idea of us having that but we're in a Covid world you know I would probably say FSG are a bit more prudent they won't take risks with money, they just won't and if people, uh, people are be crying out for them to do that, they ain't going to do that uh, whereas Chelsea, Chelsea and other clubs are a bit more cavalier and will take more risks that's their prerogative so I, I, it feels to me like he will go to Chelsea. It feels like we have possibly missed the boat. Maybe trying to be a bit clever to get a deal, but sometimes if someone puts like a m- massive bid like that, a bit like Thomas Lamar, we had a deal agreed for Thomas Lamar. Arsenal put ninety million in. You were like, well, that's yeah, just. Good
2: luck. Enough. Yeah.
1: Good luck. It's. I mean, if they fell through, but you know, you know, it's um, but it's hard not to be disappointed.
2: Yeah, um, it's, how I, bought- it's how I feel. Owen says, Liverpool look at the finance transfers this summer. We're getting the tour party to pay the transfer fee in full and the club pay it back according to a current financial climate. Um, I'd love to know where you got that from, Yeah, I really would. I think there's a lot um, of
0: speculation going on at the moment. There is. There's
2: going to be a lot that. because... Nobody knows. Like, I'll put this argument to you, Keith. And I, I, I was having a little think about this earlier, you know. um, just, Just for the for the show I suppose we're going to do tonight and just kind of looking at it because all the all the talking's coming out. Like someone said there that uh, Melissa Reddy has said today that Liverpool killed their interest in April. It's June. Yeah. So did nobody think of saying this in the last eight weeks? You know, that that, that they've killed an interest? I, I just I find that I, I've listen, I've seen Jan Arger-Fjordhoff say, oh Liverpool did this 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 they all seem to know everything. Yeah. As soon as the news broke that Chelsea agreed a deal, um, James Pierce has said he won't sign for Liverpool. Like, you know, that's 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 a decent bet when you write that down yeah. and put it out there. You're, you're you're um, you're you know you're not you're hardly putting yourself out on the limb there. I think, and that's I think that's fair to say, right? But Keith, I'm looking at this. When I when I sat down earlier I thought to myself, right, that looked nailed on. From what all you were hearing, right? And look, I've, I've seen Melissa already deal with him with the Anfield rap where she was going on about how much Liverpool were interested in in Team over okay? And this was Jordan, the COVID break. So yeah. it wasn't before football stopped, okay? Um, I I think there's two things here, Keith, and I don't know if you agree with me, right? I think Chelsea have seen an opportunity in it, yeah. all right? I think Liverpool may have been Q, trying to be Q, okay? Um, Could it be an argument that now I could maybe may look very stupid at the end of the summer when we don't spend a penny. Could there be an argument that some other player has come up somewhere and with Liverpool pushing on Werner, someone else comes along and says, No, listen, you're really interested in this player, he may be available now, yeah. and Liverpool may have switched their attention a little bit. Could could it be something like that? Because if if it's not, and they're not willing to pay the fifty million quid or whatever it is for Timo Werner. I would suggest you're not going to see a big sign in this summer, which contradicts a lot of what's gone around with regards to, you know, the money they've earned from this, the money they've earned from that, the money they've earned from this, plus you know the the Nike deal and stuff like that. Now people will point to the COVID and thing, but when you break it down, you know, if if the games are played and Liverpool win the league and play their games and get the TV money, they've lost out on five matchday revenues. Yeah, you know, it's and right, there's probably a bit more to that, but I, it's just. For me, there's something more to this. And I, I, I'd still kind of wait until Chelsea or Leipzig make this official.
0: Yeah, so would I. Look, the way I look at this is simple. If Liverpool wanted Timo Werner, they'd have Timo Werner. I think they're looking, COVID may have played into this, right? The the, the market and the, the landscape may have changed. Is team Werner something that we absolutely need now? Is there someone cheaper that could come? Now, I don't know if I'm thinking along the same lines, but Dembele's got mentioned as a loan mm. with an option to buy. We all know Klopp <laughs> was mad for Dembele, I tried to get him before, bad injuries. But could it be a case that they're looking at Dembele? Or do we all wake up tomorrow and team over earners of earners a Liverpool player? Because we've seen this before as well. And even though James Pearson all might be saying that, I don't know until till you get confirmation. We just don't know. I think if, mm-hmm. if Liverpool really wanted him, they'd have him. And I think we had the same thing with Pulisic as well. Linked, linked, linked. Not as, obviously, extreme as Werner. We all thought Werner was done, but, you know,
2: But even it even, doesn't even, always happen. Even even for a position of strength in, in the transfer market, you know, but don't get me wrong, right? If Liverpool are pushing for Werner and that what they're hanging out for, listen, let that, let that, fucking deadline go and we get them 10 million quid cheaper like any businessman would like people going oh you should have just paid it you know <laughs> do you know what I mean it's yeah. like walking into a shop and going how much is a Mars bar 8 quid oh well just pay it should have just paid it it's not yeah. how it works right yeah. um, but it's it if Liverpool are pushing for this and they thought they were going to do a, a sneaky deal or, or get it a bit yeah. cheaper or, or Werner's talking to them. Werner's agents telling them what's going on with Leipzig. Yeah. Werner's telling them what's going on with Leipzig. So if, if Chelsea come in, don't get me wrong, Chelsea didn't fly to Leipzig this morning and do a deal. Something's no. gone on. Even yeah. for even for a deal that isn't going to happen, for a position of strength in, in in the in the transfer market, would Liverpool's interest not have been to actually come out and say we are not buying. Team over here, right? And, and, and what I mean by that is, if they say that two days ago and Chelsea agree a deal, right, people can go, Well, Liverpool just decided it wasn't for them. Yeah, but now, look, now Liverpool are made to look like Liverpool aren't willing to spend this money in Chelsea. Why is that weird at the winning this time? You know, yeah, it's well, not a good look, yeah.
0: But the, that's you, the issue I have with it is it's not a good look, but that's what all those idiots on the internet, on Twitter, on social media are saying, Liverpool do that business very sort of discreetly now. And I said it a minute ago, if they wanted Werner, I think they'd have signed them. I think Liverpool, we, we signed uh, Minamino in, we signed Minamino in January, right? And he's, he's not really done that yet. I wouldn't be surprised if we're looking at players of that ilk to bring in as, you know, support players to the squad. You bring in Timo Werner and if it's true that Chelsea are offering 200 grand a week, right? Right, we were never going off of that. And that's probably not what he was looking for. That could be what Chelsea have come in and said, right, bang, 200, 200 grand a week straight up. Liverpool wouldn't touch that with a barge pole because that's what Salah's earning. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're not going to do that for a, a backup squad player. I think too many fans think that Klopp is an absolute patsy for FSG and he's being told, you're not getting this, you're not doing that. Jürgen Klopp is a strong man. He knows if he wants someone, he'll get them. He won't, don't know where Van Dijk, he don't know Alisson, he didn't go to the next options. He won't be held to ransom for someone unless he really wants them. Mm. Now, I like, think that he's, I think but, Liverpool but, but, have maybe killed their jets on this, but they haven't announced it because they don't announce it. And it yeah, looks like it's, been the carpet's pulled out, but it hasn't.
2: Yeah, no, because like, uh, morbid, morbid is saying there that the fee isn't the issue. From what he can see, it's it's um it's all about the payment structure. So again, if the payment structure is somewhere along the lines of and listen, the standard payment structure in any transfer is it's usually a certain amount up front and the rest is paid over the period of the contract. Now it might be different if you're buying out a player's clause, right? And that's what Liverpool may be waiting on to say, listen, we're not giving you the 50 million up front, but we will give you 50 million. Um, you know and pay you 20 with the 20 paid over 5 years so if that's correct Chelsea might have gone in like we've heard earlier and Chelsea have gone in and said we will give it to you in installments and Leipzig have said no yeah. so um, Shani, um, Shani says that Chelsea won't be the only club to activate that clause he feels like it will roll on I have a little feeling the might as well but if it doesn't if it doesn't um like Shawnee says there it can't be staggered as a release clause. I, I I think he's right. I don't think it can. But but if it doesn't roll on and um Chelsea do do a deal with Verna, it's announced by Leipzig, Verna, Chelsea, all the relevant parties, people will question as to well, what happened with Liverpool? You know? And the only answer will be A, you weren't willing to pay the money, or B you had your eye on someone else. So we're gonna regardless of what happens with Timo Werner, we're gonna have to wait until the end of the transfer window, whenever that opens and closes, to then make an absolute decision on it. Like, let's be honest about it. Timo Werner agrees a deal with Chelsea. His agent probably went and went, to, what are you offering? We will take that if we don't get Liverpool. Is that okay? We've agreed to deal said. with you. Right? That okay. has been said. He'll take yeah, no.
0: it if it doesn't get match by Liverpool so it's not even like he's confirmed he'll get the go with that if we don't
2: okay. get another offer. So the, the reaction to that was the reaction to that from people was FSG out the pathetic look what they're doing. Look like this needs to stop right yeah. that needs to stop. Yeah. The, we, listen people, listen people, I'm a bloke I'm a
1: bloke.
2: This is yeah but this is three blokes right sitting in their houses talking about football right and unless one of us is an absolute financial expert right we we can't tell you exactly what goes on in the world of football. We just can't, okay? Yeah. So to, to make assumptions against FSG, and again, I've had issues with FSG as the £77 tickets, um, you know, not enough £9 tickets, you know, uh, follow of, of staff and stuff like that. So it's not like I sit every day going, FSG are amazing because I don't fucking get enough FSG and I never will. But people need to stop that. You need to, it just seems that it's just like, jump in fee-forced and see what happens I think there's a lot more to come Um yeah. I, th- I think I think uh I think there's an awful lot more to come for, from this uh, both yeah. in the sense of Werner and both in the sense of Liverpool summer to come
0: yeah. I Chris. think
2: Chelsea have just jumped to the front of the queue sorry Chris if I yeah. you.
0: Chelsea have jumped to the sorry? front of the queue and as Shawnee said they've activated that clause and once that's activated and people know right, that's it bids will come in or the, the, the clause will be matched by other teams and I think we'll be involved in that. If we want them, we'll be involved in that. We've tried to do a queue and we've tried to let the fee or uh, the, the uh, buyout clause expire and then move for the lower fee. It's back for Chelsea are going to pay it. Well, we might just say, right, fuck, if we want them, this is it, we're going to pay them because we will get them if we match that fee. Hmm.
2: That's fair did enough.
1: To be guys, it does feel like there's, there's definitely a bit of information I feel like we don't know. And to be honest, you probably never will know. I know it's the world where everyone we should know. We, they should come out and tell us this. They, they don't. No other business does tell you what's going on in the background. I work for a hotel company. I work quite hard for the hotel company. I don't know the ins and outs of what goes on in there. You know, so, so a lot of people don't.
2: Are you saying you, you just know, go it, in and dust?
1: I do, yeah, mate. I, 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 I yeah. Get, get paid to have a sleep.
2: Just um, scan yourself into a spare room and go eight hours. You always look real fresh. I was wondering why...
1: That's why. But then there is, there, there is a... Now, there's talk is Klopp's had three three Zoom or Skype calls with this fella. No one knows how they went. Yeah, For all you know, he said, I want this amount of playing time, and Klopp went, no. Or <laughs>
0: there's,
1: a, there's some of the conversation where Klopp's gone, I don't... Something about him I don't like, or something by him it won't fit. It, you know, playing-wise, he's brilliant, but seen, he, seen, he doesn't.
2: But but you're saying there, there's there's three Zoom calls, right? I didn't even know there were Zoom calls, right? I don't know where. I must have been asleep as well, right? But the thing is, right? And then I see, as soon as, as soon as, what? Not with neither. No, no, no. Not beside you. No, (laughs) Jesus, no. no. Let's (laughs) lash them runners out right now. But what I'm saying is, three Zoom calls, right? And then Chelsea agree a deal with with Team Werner, right? And next thing, there's people reporting that, oh, well, when Werner was on that call with Klopp, uh, Klopp told him, it'll be difficult to do this deal, by the way, because of the COVID-19. How the fuck do you know? Nobody knows. Do you know Nobody what I mean? Nobody fucking so, the skill but, listen, I Listen, w- I will say one thing, though. Um, and listen, I, I said, and I've, I've uh, I'm actually going to write a little bit on this because I said last summer, um, you, you strengthen from a position of strength. And I said that openly. And I've, literally nearly every week on this show I've said I was completely wrong. And that's absolutely fine. It'll be wrong, okay? Um, But I, th- I think it'd be quite telling now if, if Timo Werner doesn't go to Liverpool, but Liverpool signs somebody else, i.e. a Sancho or game, an Mbappe or, or name but name there's of player a name I don't know there,
0: Mbappe like, Klopp was on the phone Mbappe's outfit two weeks ago as well so is that deal after falling through or no, what's happening yeah yeah, yeah but he told them it'll be difficult knows. to deal like yeah
2: but yeah, this, the this is what I'm is saying if if it, if, it um, if, if he doesn't happen with Werner right and and they don't sign anybody right or if they do sign somebody you go oh yeah that's why the Werner deal they couldn't do both and they picked Trump went for this fella if they don't sign anyone I think the whole I will be honest, I, part of me will be going, last season, yeah, okay, you, you proved everyone wrong. I think he's taken a, I think the risk is a little bit higher again now, if he went and he done nothing this summer. You know what I mean? That's, I'm not asking to go out and sign fucking 10 players, but I think there is a few bits around that squad that you can just place in around. Don't have to be massive, but place around and, 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 and strengthen. Um, it's. I think this is going to run and run.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's well, what I think so. That's where I, I am with you. Uh, I, I like you, thought we'd sign someone last summer, and we didn't, which is mm. a bit of a surprise, but I could, I could kind of sell it to myself. Well, you know, Cater and Chamberlain, we'll get more minutes, you know. We'll see what happened in Origi. Yeah, and I thought, well, Origi had just come off a really promising big season. So you thought, well, there's, there's, there's chances there. But, and I know people will tell me, and I'm sure i get tweets to tell me that, you know, well, we, we're going to win the league this year, which we are. We won the Champions League last year trust them, and I do, but I don't think you can, I think two summers we not really added apart from Minamino. Hmm. I think it, you are risking it going a bit stale or people find that. I also think it's good for a squad to get the odd new player in just to freshen it up. Or yeah. I, you'll be amazed, competition breeds a bit of life into people, which is what I think Averna would have done. Yeah. Is I'm not saying he was a definite starter, but he definitely wanted to give there are Put the Rappentance play on the We. Mm. We've all said our front three, as great as they are, haven't functioned sometimes as well as we would like. And the been spells where they've dipped off the boil, it would have been great. To say, if Salah had a couple of off weeks to go, take two weeks off, we'll throw a burner in. And you know what? We'd probably yeah. be all right. Well, that we used to do with Coutinho. You know, if you tell me Coutinho's coming instead of him, you know, while yes, ass- I'm not his biggest fan because of the way he left, I can't deny he's a, pr- he's a proven asset. Mm. So, you know, if that's, if say, just for example, that's what happened, I'd go. Fair enough. I can look
2: at them quite good. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, don't get me wrong. I think, uh, like I think, there's plenty in this squad that can go and compete with anyone next season. Anyone. Hmm. But I think I think the biggest thing for me with the team over anything was the. the I think it's a it's a massive step up in, in cover. Um, you know, if if that's what you're predominantly looking at them as, or just being the fourth person. In you know the fourth attacker that you can pick from three and you're happy with them four I think you're more comfortable with a Werner as opposed to Rigi in my opinion um, when you're picking three from that four Uh, but the forward planning bit was the, the bit that got me um. And when am at the age he's at, you're looking at, you can easily get five or six years out of him, you know, and you can look to develop him over the next season or two seasons or three seasons. And then if a Salah or a for or I want to go and try something else, absolutely fine. I think that was the biggest thing for me um, was the forward planning part of it. But I think it will run on. Um, let's see where it goes. And I think it's a it's a good marker for where... We 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 hope to see Liverpool go. If this doesn't happen, what well, what well, direction Liverpool go with regards to the transfer window, lads? We are absolutely taking the piss now. This is an hour and forty minutes, and um, and all we've done is told everyone that Danny Rose doesn't like football, um. Which I don't think is you know I don't think we've done anyone any justice tonight, to be honest and with William you. Is going to every other
0: Premier League.
2: I, I, team I, will, William's, Williams, Williams will. bleeding. Job I shared. Pass, <laughs> eight Premier League clubs. I um pass, pass costs eight pound. A Mars Bear's cause eight pounds, Avo did say to me it sounds like an Andy's Andy sort of Mars bear. Yeah, it's absolute if a Mars bear is eight pounds, it's absolutely notions. Um but look, it's been a brilliant show. Uh the chat has been phenomenal um from start to finish. There was one arsehole in it and he was duly blocked yeah. um very, very quickly as soon as I copped it. What was going on? But um just looking through the names, there's loads of different names Probably. popping in there and it has been a brilliant, brilliant show. Um as for the rest of the week, um today is Thursday. I don't Think we'll have anything tomorrow or Saturday? We try take Friday, Saturday off. We will be back on Sunday. We will get our heads together and see what we can sort out for next week. But of course, next week you're looking at it's the last full week before football absolutely comes back. So, um, it's it's a uh, it's getting closer. And listen, don't be worrying about team over here. Yeah. Liverpool are going on to win a title. You don't need to be worrying about team over yes, yeah. or anybody else above that. All you need to worry about is how many smoke bombs. You can let off in your yeah. ma's garden without the exactly. elding next door going on about or washing. Yeah. All right. Um Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure as usual, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks
1: for having me, mate.
2: Good stuff. Keith, the same to you, my man. talk to you soon. Honest. Good stuff. That's been the Fat Back for Daily. Uh thanks a million for joining us. And listen, um, he's not even that good. more we'll about it. Over <laughs> and out.
1: Discover the new 3-Step Pro Partial range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial, available at Walmart.